Hello and welcome to The Coaching Corner, a podcast by RefCoach. We are Jack and Ale, and on this podcast, we provide short, educational conversations about refereeing to help officials improve and enjoy the game they love. Today's topic is technical area responsibility, everything that falls under that which is quite a broad topic, potentially, hey, Alec? Very much, very much. So let's start with the referee. Ultimately, the referee is responsible for the technical errors. His team will assist him, the fourth official, the assistants, uh, potentially the double ARs, the VAR, can assist the referee uh, in managing the technical areas, and that's a really, really crucial role, which we'll touch on later in this Coaching Corner episode. But ultimately, the referee is responsible for the technical areas, which I think is kind of the overarching ethos of, of everything we're going to talk about today. And sometimes it's probably a bit forgotten by everyone, players, commentators, and even us as referees. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's because I think, especially for referees, the situations that you could be in when dealing with technical areas are so different. You mm. start from junior football when sometimes technical areas are just cones. Mm. Uh, with parents sitting on each side of the yeah. technical area or sometimes you got maybe a fence at, a, at the reserve and then obviously when you go up a level not necessarily but you may have better stadiums the technical areas may be more defined but each pitch is different so it's one of those things that really goes as Jackson underlooked because people are looking at the players play but at the same time, it's such a big part mm. of the game itself because some technical areas can really influence the game. Yeah. And that's what people that are not part of refereeing, part of refereeing don't understand as much. Yeah. How, how important the management of the technical areas can be for the management of the whole game. So I think the key point for the referees out of this conversation is that you are always responsible for the technical areas. Whether you have official assistance or club assistance whether you have a fourth official whether you have a VAR doesn't matter the referee the buck always stops with the referee the referee is responsible for them yeah ultimately the referee in the middle is the person who's got to make the final decision and can issue cards disciplinary sanctions and everything with their team whether you have a fourth official or not whether you have assistance or not obviously there is potential to delegate responsibilities but at the same time at the end the team is there to assist the referee yeah. and that's where the ultimate decision like everything else lies with, with within the the person in the middle yeah i think even thinking about referees the referee with no assistance at all like you said with parents or subs running the line it's important obviously the start of the game to really introduce yourself mm. and talk to those technical areas occupants so the team officials on mm-hmm. whoever is sitting there and at least saying hello as we always say be a human introduce mm-hmm. yourself and ask them and tell them what your expectations from them for the game are tell them what you want them to be how you want them to behave what they're allowed to do what they're not allowed to do and if you need to stop the game as you're going obviously that's in your power as a referee to stop the game and say okay this is not acceptable now we have the beauty of the ability of giving yellow and red cards to, to team officials, which has proven to be fantastic. So referees need to be sometimes a bit braver 
and just get out there and do it. If you've set the expectations, you've set the bar straight from the beginning and a coach, a team official, a physio, it's not behaving properly, then you can go and it's up to you really to decide based on the type of offense and the laws of the game help us because there is a list of warnings, cautionable offenses and send-off offenses that we can relate to. But then it's up to the referee to interpret them in the situation and decide how to deal with each person. Because that's another issue. We have all different persons, same as players. So we talked about the, how the referee is, is the boss, but underneath that is his team members. And today we're going to talk about ARs and fourth officials. So the role of the assistant referee dealing with the technical area varies greatly, whether there's a fourth official or not. And we know that for most of our listeners, it's going to be pretty rare to have fourth officials. And sometimes they're lucky to have official assistant referees. Without a fourth official, the senior AR, AR1, varies a bit, I think, around the world, Um, the the slightly different terminology but used to describe it. But the, the assistant referee who is on the side of the technical areas, without a fourth official... That assistant essentially takes on all of the roles and responsibilities of the fourth official, which makes their job a lot harder. Yeah. They have to do everything the fourth official would, but still do everything else they would do as an assistant, which is difficult. It's tricky. We know AR's jobs are hard enough as it is, let alone having to worry about the technical areas. Yeah. And I think it's important for referees to know this mm. and to decide with their ARs how are they going to deal with procedures mm. especially thing the first thing i can think of is substitution procedure if yeah. your ar is down on the corner flag waiting for a goal kick or there is a corner don't let them run all the way up if there is a way that you can manage a substitution because you're either closer or you're happy to do it from from 20 meters out and you can mm. jog halfway through mm. it's something that needs to be discussed beforehand but that gives the assistant the senior assistant the ability to know well, I can actually take a moment to focus on what I'm doing and I don't have to run around Yeah, uh, like, a, like a headless chook. <laughs> because that's, that's, if you have been there, sometimes you do feel like it. You're running up and down that line endlessly and trying to call off sides, assist the referee, manage technical areas, manage, manage substitutions, and it just gets too much. Mm. Especially because usually if you're never fourth official, you're in the lower leagues, which means you may not even that much experience. Mm. So it can be really overwhelming at times. We're not going to go into too much depth about the exactities of the role of the fourth official, but it's just talking about the broader responsibility. So the key takeaway is that if you don't have a fourth official, your assistant referee who's on the bench's side needs to take on what would be the role of the fourth official whilst doing their role as an AR, and the referee needs to support them and enable them to be able to do their job effectively, but help them do the role of what would be the fourth official managing the technical areas. Now we'll talk about the role of the assistant referee with a fourth official. So obviously, as we've just said, it's oh, it's the opposite to what we just said. It's a lot easier doing it without... In theory. In, in, All in theory. In theory. Very true. Very true. So when you're an assistant and you have a fourth official, it allows you to really focus on your sole purpose, okay? Your sole role of being an assistant focusing on those really tight offsides, focusing on providing great information and communication to the referee, et cetera, et cetera. But having said that, there's still some crucial roles the assistant will play in managing the technical area. 
And this is really dependent on the situation because mm. there's so many factors that obviously are out of our control that can affect how we behave when we are an assistant referee with a fourth official. There's going to be sometimes where you are at grounds where the technical areas are so far apart from each other that you may still have to take on mm. the management responsibilities. So because the fourth official is 50 meters away from one, from one bench rather than the other. There's going to be situations where you have drinks breaks and a fourth official may take one, one technical area and you may have to take the other. Obviously, these are all things that are worth discussing before the game Yeah. because then you are going to be prepared to fulfill your roles at, at your best. Yeah, and just communicating about them during the game. Like, as a referee, I wouldn't expect to talk about these things in my pre-match instructions, but, you know, the... Fourthy and the rat, the fourthy and the assistant can talk about it when they're getting changed or when they are warming up or whatever that may be. It doesn't have to be such a formal procedure or even as simple as when you're out there and you're the fourth official and uh, there's a drinks break. You just say to the AR, "Hey, I'm going to take this team to my left. Can you look after the team to the right?" Simple as that, and that's how or one really good example of how the assistant can still assist with the management of technical areas, even though there's a fourth official. Absolutely. And I would dare say that when you are an assistant, the senior assistant, and there is a fourth official, you may not have as many responsibilities managing technical areas, but you have one extra responsibility, which is talking more with your fourth official if needed. Mm. Because sometimes, especially if there's no communication gear, uh, but even if you, if you have comms gear, it's important to understand that sometimes your fourth officials may not be either totally aware of what's going on on one bench, on mm. one technical area, or also they may not have as much experience. Mm. So if you notice something needs to be dealt with, but you're focusing on your job, looking at offsides, assisting the referee and all, and, all those, and all those things, it's important to call out to the fourth official, hey, this is going on, I need you to intervene. Because sometimes simple things if the technical area is really close to the touchline and you don't have a lot of space to to run or there's players warming up right behind you and they're not giving you enough space maybe it's a really hard game for you because you're running up and down trying to keep in line with the second last defender and you may need the fourth official to actually come and sort that out so that's a way that's why it's important and that's your responsibility to bring these things up with the fourth official because obviously the referee being in the middle may not notice, may not know, may not be able to talk to the, to the fourth official right there and then. So now we'll come to the fourth official, which is when we talk about technical areas, the official that most people would think of. And you would know a lot about this, Jack, with your vast experience in the role. Yes, got a few fourth officials under my belt and I like to think I'm a much better fourth official now than I was a number of years ago, but perhaps that's up for debate. The fourth official is a role where you really don't have much to win. The best you can have is, yep, the fourth he did as they were expected. But you can have a lot to lose. You can never come away and, and go, the fourth official was brilliant today. No one's ever going to say that. But they can come away and say, the technical areas were a mess today. The fourth official didn't do their job. So it's important, I think, to have that in mind is that you're there to do a job. You're there to be a support function to the team. You're a valuable member of the team, but you're a support function. You're there to be the one who can hopefully, if something really goes wrong, get the team out of a really tricky situation. You can be those eyes and ears on the touchline. You can see things that 
the other officials might not be able to see because they're so involved in active decision making. You're almost a bit like a coach at times for for the team because you can see things from the sideline and give a perspective that the team of the ref and the assistants won't be able to see. And we've heard that many times, Jack, even in some of the other podcast interviews we've done, we've heard it many times how many referees talk about how their team can provide valuable information and they would will trust them when they do so mm. if they do that in a in a confident and in a confident manner so as a fourth official you can actually get involved and help the referee way more than you think mm. even from a psychological perspective from a control perspective if you realize the game is getting out of control and the referee is not adapting their style you can tell them and you can be that team member that mm. goes hey look I think we need to do something about this. Yeah, we need to give a few more fouls or yeah. whatever the answer may be. It's that it's that advantage of having a position outside the action because yeah. as an assistant or as a referee, you're running around and focusing on those few things. Mm. But when you're out there, unless you're dealing with a couple of crises on the on the technical areas, you can actually have that almost impartial view. Mm. And realize that hey, there's something going on that my team is not picking up, and that's where you can really be. That's when you can really excel mm. in that role, mm. rather than just sitting on the sideline. And after the game, oh, by the way, I thought we could have done this. Yeah, that's where a fourth official could be really excellent. Ultimately, as fourthy though, you're there to do the best you can with the technical areas. You manage them as best you can. You do everything in your power to you know you can ask politely you can tell the team they need to change their behavior or the technical areas and this change their behavior whatever it may be but ultimately your role is to provide information and a recommendation to the referee that if a sanction needs to be taken you just tell them that information you say oh this this coach needs to be yellow carded you give that information now it's up to the referee if they want to take it Perhaps the referee wants to manage it in a different style, and that's okay. The referee is in charge on the day. Um, I, I, I do personally think it's important that the referee can always support and back up their team, but if the referee wants to take their own approach, then good on the referee. That, that, that's up to them and their strategies and tactics for, for managing the game. And it all ties back in quite nicely to where we started, that no matter who is on the game in terms of the team of officials, the referee is always the one who has to make the final decision. The fourth official can do their role, provide recommendations, provide information, but ultimately it's on the referee to make that decision around sanctions and key decisions in the game. And that's very important. And it's a similarity that fourth officials have with assistants because we always talk about how assistants have to adapt mm. to how a referee is managing a game. It's the same for a fourth official. Mm, but, but that doesn't mean just knowing what to call, when to call. It's also, it also means knowing how to speak to a different referee. Because there are going to be referees that are going to be more open to your opinion, but some they may want just an opinion. Some, instead, they may want an actual fact. They may appreciate more... If you told them this has to happen 100%, that's what, that's what has to happen without saying, I think. Mm. Whilst, and that depends on the person. So that's another thing to consider as a fourth official. If you want to be valuable to your team, understand the person you're referring with. So to summarize what we've talked about today, it can be broken down into a couple of key points. The first one being a theme that's run throughout this, that the referee is the final decision maker. 
and that's with regard to well, basically nearly everything on the pitch, but, but with the technical areas too. For assistant referees, the role can change a little bit whether a fourth official is involved or not. Without a fourth official, the senior assistant on the bench's side has a lot more responsibility and the referee needs to help the assistants do that job. And finally, if you're lucky enough to be refereeing with a fourth official or you are a fourth official, you are responsible for the technical areas. That is your job, as well as to provide information to the team and, and help them out where you can. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to hear more, hit the subscribe button. For more referee education, join our Facebook group and become a RefCoach member for free at refcoach.org. If you like the work we do, you can support us by purchasing a RefCoach whistle to show that you are part of the RefCoach community when you're out on the pitch.